Hello and welcome to Get Answers, a fortnight of special bite-sized episodes from the team here at Witch. I'm Lucia Ariano, the host of the Witch Money podcast, and over the next two weeks we'll be here to help you get answers to some of the biggest questions on your mind right now. In future episodes we'll be tackling scams, food prices, energy bills and more, but on today's show we'll be taking a look at the mortgage market. When life gives you questions, Witch, get answers. Now, joining us for the next two weeks will be our producer, Rob. So, Rob, tell us why mortgages are the focus of today's show, the first of our Get Answers mini-series. So, last week, we were up in Manchester, and we were chatting to people about their main concerns right now. And what's happening with people's mortgages was something that came up time and time again. Totally understandable, isn't it? Because they've been in the news once again, haven't they? Yeah, they absolutely have. So last week, of course, we did get the news that hundreds of deals had been pulled from the market with fears about future base rate rises to help combat inflation. Now, on that, I want you to hear from Ashley. She's someone in exactly that position. Ashley, what are your main concerns when it comes to, I suppose, money finances right now? Probably my mortgage, the uncertainty of the mortgage situation right now, as I'm due to renew in three months and it's just looking a bit ugh, a bit sketchy. How long have you been on the current deal for the current mortgage rate that you've had? Just under five years. We're coming up to the five years now, darling, yeah. So, so five years ago, it was safe to say about a very different situation. Massively different. We've like doubled. What are you thinking going forward? You're having to get, as you say, you know, renew, get a, another mortgage. Are you going to have to change certain aspects of, I suppose, your your life? You're going to have to cut back in certain areas? More than likely, yeah, depending on how high it goes. You know, if it's like an extra £100 a month, that is not going to work for me. I will probably get more hours. If it's an extra five, £10 a month, I could possibly live with that. But if you're talking, in, you know, 50s, 200s a month, it's not going to work for me. I've got two small children as well, which have bought the house for them, which I am now struggling to keep it for them. Thanks so much, Rob. And huge thanks to Ashley for sharing your story. Hopefully, we'll be able to get you some answers today. And joining me for this is the brilliant deputy editor of Which Money and regular on our money podcast. It's Sam Richardson. Hi, Sam. Good to have you back. Hi there, you cheer. Now then, Ashley, who we just heard from, her situation is likely to be one that many mortgage holders are facing right now, isn't it? It certainly is. And actually, I'm one of them, one of the many that need mm. to remortgage this year and are getting slightly terrified, to be honest, over the prospect of much higher rates coming. In total, according to the Office of National Statistics, there are over 360,000 people who have a fixed rate mortgage that's due to come to an end this year. That's 1.4 million across the year. And crucially, half of these were paying interest rates below 2%, very low rates. Now, the average rate on a two-year fixed mortgage is well above 5%. The Bank of England estimated back in December that average monthly repayment would go up by £250. But inflation and thus mortgage rates have stayed higher than they expected back then. So this could actually be an understatement. Oh, it's so difficult for people, isn't it? And, you know, I can say that I was in the same position just before Christmas. I left it right until the end of my fixed deal, hoping rates would go down. When in fact, I'm very sad to say they actually shot right up. So for any listeners coming to the end of their fixed deal, it could even be, you know, six months away, uh, which would take us to December. What advice, Sam, would you give? 
First thing, don't bury your head in the sand. Mm. Use our online free mortgage interest calculator. Just search which mortgage interest calculator to work out how much extra you'll be paying. It's really important you actually know the pound figure rather than just a percentage rate. Then think about you don't want to move on to lender's default rate. That can be very high. When I looked at it for my own mortgage, it was well above 7%. It could be higher now. There are much better rates available than that default rate, but you're going to have to take action to get them. The best thing to do is actually talk to an independent mortgage broker. They are experts who can talk you through whether to get a fixed rate or a variable rate, the sort of fees you want to pay, all these extra considerations. Mortgage is very personal. You know, where we live is very different uh, and the amount of money we have available is very different. Hence, that personalized service is so important. Do also consider other options. If you have savings, and of course, many of us you know, don't have money available, but if you do, you could use them to pay off some of your mortgage, which could compensate for those higher payments as a result of higher rates. Your mortgage will likely cost you much more than your savings are making through interest. So do keep that in mind. Just make sure you've got rainy day savings of at least three months expenses or six months if you're retired. And then taking into account what the experts are predicting to happen with the base rate and interest rates over the next few months or even years, if your deal is coming to an end, would you recommend locking in a new deal now? Is now the time to fix? I would certainly start looking now. It, this is involves a lot of speculation, of course, but let's start with the Bank of England base rate, which is what drives mortgage rates. The Bank of England said in early May expects a base rate currently at 4.5% to go up to 4.75% this autumn before falling to 4.25%. Uh, and it's worth noting that inflation, which is uh, what the base rate is trying to deal with, is at 8.7%, way above the 2% target. In short... Rates aren't going to come down sharply anytime soon, especially not to those sub 2% historic lows that we've seen recently. If your existing deal is coming to an end, a fixed rate offers certainty over payments. You're going to know how much it is every month for the period of the fix. And this could help your budgeting when the price of other things, especially food, is changing rapidly. Don't just go for any fixed rate, though. You want to get the lowest rate and fees for your situation, for your property. And again, a mortgage broker can really help with this or suggest why a variable rate might actually better suit you. And Salman, can we address the argument that, you know, if you lock into a fix now, you'd be getting a deal while interest rates are at their highest? What would you say to that? It's worth keeping in mind that mortgage lenders also know that the base rate is going to come down eventually. They're going to price that into the rates they're offering you with these long-term fixed rate deals. So you're not necessarily opting to keep an extremely long rate for many years. And can we go back now then to a point Ashley made, one that I'm sure will resonate with many, and that's her concern over not being able to afford monthly payments. So for anyone in this position, what can you do? What are your options if you can't pay? So you have options, but the first thing to do is talk to your lender as soon as possible. Lenders are required by the industry regulator to offer support to customers. So this could include a payment holiday, a temporary switch to interest-only payments, which would effectively reduce the amount you're paying each month, or they could lengthen the mortgage term, which also reduces the payment each month. 
these options can mean that over the term of your mortgage, you do pay a little bit more, but it can certainly help in the short term. The crucial thing here is don't wait until you miss a payment. This can impact your credit score, make it much more difficult to borrow elsewhere. The nightmare scenario of losing your home of repossession is one that lenders really want to avoid. So do call them now. Don't keep this to yourself. Thank you, Sam. We've really covered so much amazing and important advice there. When life gives you questions, which get answers. And now to finish today's show, for each episode of this Get Answers mini-series, we're going to wrap up with some quick-fire questions we've received on the Witch Facebook page. So, okay, Sam, I've got three here and I'm going to whiz through them. So the first one, Alison says, I bought my house before I met my husband and it's still in my name only. My husband has never bought or owned a house. If he were to buy a house, would he be classed as a first-time buyer? So if your husband bought a home solely in his own name and it's just his name on the mortgage, then he would be classed as a first home buyer and he'd get the perks such as no stamp duty on homes up to £425,000 in England and Northern Ireland and reduced rates up to £625,000. But it would limit how much he could borrow because it would just be him on the mortgage. You then have to go through a complicated and fairly costly legal process of transferring the property into joint names later on. So a definite pros and cons for this approach. Thanks, Sam. And our next question then is from Cheryl, who wrote, I secured my fixed rate in June 2022, but didn't move slash start my mortgage payments until November 2022. According to my bank, my fixed rate ends in June 24. Does that seem correct? This seems like a mistake to me. I presume if your payment started in November 2022, then you bought the property or remortgaged uh, in October or thereabouts. And it's usually the date of completing the purchase, buying the property, that is usually the start of the fixed term. So I'd recommend checking with your lender here, asking, is this just an admin mistake or were there something in the T's and C's about that fixed term? And finally, now one from Marcus. And this one is really interesting. Why doesn't a mortgage reduce monthly? Because after making a payment, you owe slightly less of the capital you borrowed. So there's an extremely long mathematical answer for this one. But don't worry, I'm not going to go through it now. Essentially, in the early years of your mortgage, a big chunk of your repayments, which are effectively the same each month, will simply be paying the interest on the money you've borrowed rather than paying off the money itself. But eventually, you'll pay off more and more of the underlying money you've borrowed. And so your interest payments will start to reduce. So you need to get through those painful first years of barely seeing your mortgage shrink before it really starts to get eaten away by your repayments. And so that brings us to the end of your questions from social media for today. Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show and making sense of it all. Thanks, Lucia. A huge thanks again to Sam and to you for listening to the first episode of our special mini-series aiming to get answers to your most pressing questions. If you enjoyed today's show, please do hit subscribe. And if you have any comments or questions, use the hashtag GetAnswers on social media. For free expert advice for life's everyday questions, don't forget to head to witch.co.uk and I'll be back on Wednesday with our next episode, this time with the answers you need to help stay one step ahead of the scammers. This episode of Get Answers was produced and edited by Rob Lilly and hosted by me, Lucia Ariano. Now enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you again next time. Moving house with kids. Mom! Moving house checklist. 
top packing tips. Do it ourselves or hire movers? Hiya! <sighs> Things to do in the school holidays. Best solo holidays. <sighs> when life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk.